And joining us now in the A number one air hot seat, the heating, electric, and plumbing pros. Do you know what he's doing, Sal Palantonio from Jersey? <laughs> That's Jersey Shore. That's y'all's <laughs> neck of the woods now. <laughs> Sal Palantonio, the Eagles legendary NFL broadcaster here on DFW Sports Station, the home of the Dallas Cowboys. Does that make your skin crawl when you hear that? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I have a great affection for Jerry Jones. He's always treating me like a prince every time I've ever come down to Dallas. He and Steven have always uh, treated me with the greatest hospitality. I remember the first time meeting him when the Cowboys were you know, that great Cowboys team in the 90s when I covered the Philadelphia Eagles for the Inquirer, Philadelphia Inquirer and he just opened up his arms to me and and uh, and his and just made me feel like hey whatever i can do to help you i will help you and you know i'm i'm on the hall of fame selection enshrinement committee well. and jerry does a tremendous amount of work and gives a tremendous amount of money to the pro football hall of fame and we I know the Hall of Fame really appreciates his support. Did you advocate or vote for Jerry to get I in? Certainly did. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame without a doubt, and he got in and should got. And I'm on the coaches and contributors committee, uh, subcommittee. So yes, absolutely. What do you think about Jerry Jones as a general manager? Well, you know, I also. <laughs> that's a you know, two different guys. <laughs> listen, you know. I, I don't understand why he said that stuff about the Eagles bucket being empty, you know, that they, you know, mortgage the future. Listen, yeah. they got 11 picks in the first three rounds in the next three years, more than any other team in the conference. That bucket is full, Sean. Yeah. yeah. The bucket's full. <sighs> and I think he would probably want to take some of that back. I interviewed yeah. Jeffrey Lurie at the opening night last night, and I said to him, you know, there's been some criticism of, uh, you know, you guys mortgaging your future. I didn't use uh, em- the bucket was empty because, <laughs> you know, they don't like to criticize one another, yeah, the right. owners, right? Right. But he he he, uh, he had a little bit of a response to that. I, I, I love Howie. Uh, I, I think he, like, he rebuilt it, tore it down, went all in, and somehow kept all of his picks. I don't know how he did it. Uh, <sighs> but why did the fans there, like, it seemed to me the fans in Philly didn't like him for a while. Am I, am I well, you know, no, it, they didn't. Listen, <clears throat> Howie's finally found the wheelhouse. He hired Doug Peterson. That was great. Uh, they had a falling out, fired him. Now he's got Nick Sirianni, and Sirianni's a perfect fit because his lack of experience, I think, fits in in terms of him being able to delegate. Okay, how are you going to handle mm-hmm. the, the personnel? Shane Steichen, you're going to call the plays. And last year when Steichen called, said, I want to call the plays, or the team decided it. Sirianni easily relinquished it, didn't let his ego get in the way. And I think that's what Howie has built. But remember, when Chip Kelly came in, he moved Howie to the other side of the building hmm. and wanted to get rid of him. And Jeffrey oh. Lurie said no. Uh, so, And then, you know, Howie said some bad draft picks. Jalen Rager, Andre Dillard, yeah. Freddie Mitchell, Nelson Aguilar. I'm going to stop. Didn't pick Jefferson, <laughs> Justin Jefferson. Passed on Justin Jefferson. Yep. Okay. So he had no choice to be objective about it of going out and trading for A.J. Brown because mm-hmm. they were really lacking at the wide receiver position. Why? Because he drafted J.J. Arcega Whiteside and he drafted Jalen Rager instead of Justin Jefferson and D.K. Metcalf. Oh. Hello. Had him on a racket. Had them on a, both of those players right there and passed on both of them. So, yeah, there's a lot of. 
But now I think it's all love. There was love, hate. Now it's, I think it's, I mean, obviously, you know, he's the first general manager, like you said, to pivot and rebuild the team, have the number one seed in either conference <clears throat> twice in a five-year period with two different quarterbacks and two different head coaches. First time ever in NFL history. Wow. wow. So that's a nice pivot. What was yeah. the that bucket's full? I know <laughs> it is. You know, Jalen Hurts obviously had a great season this year. Uh, I mean, he was you know most of the year the betting favorite for MVP. But what were the what was the belief in Hurts heading into this season? Like, like did they see this coming, or was there still some debate about like, hey, is this is this a franchise quarterback that we can build with? No, you know, at the beginning of the year, I wrote a piece for a, a local Philly mag called "Living Dangerously." The year of living dangerously with Jalen Hurts. No one really knew. He went off secretively to California to work with some quarterbacks, coaches, to work on his mechanics, his footwork, his follow-through, all kinds of stuff to make himself a better pocket passer. But, you know, he struggled during training camp a little bit and, you know, had some time to find his footing. But the first eight weeks, wow, he proved that all the offseason work, you know, was fantastic. And then the addition of A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's one of his best friends. You know, and you were talking earlier about the drama. So, listen, when I covered the Eagles for the Philadelphia Inquirer, Randall Cunningham would not go to the back of the locker room because he didn't want to be seen with Seth Joyner and Clyde Simmons and Reggie White. There was an antagonism between those two sides. Really? Big time. Wow. I remember it. it was, he wouldn't even go back there and talk to those guys. And then, you know, T.O. and Donovan, for a long time, didn't get along. Here, there's – and even with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz had some problems, and other players had problems with Carson Wentz when he was there. Yeah. That's not the case here. Jalen Hurts, you know, I was served in the military. I was a military officer at age 22 to 27 years old. I've seen a lot of young military officers. Jalen could easily be a first lieutenant in the Army. He's got that bearing. He's got that uh, confidence. He's got that willingness to put aside his ego for the greater mission, which is what you have to have in the military. And I think the players see that on a daily basis. He leads by his actions, not by his words. That's very hard to find right now in young people overall. Mm. Right? Don't you agree yeah, with that? Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm not Same things we say about Dak. I'm not talking out of school at no, all. No, 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 no. No, absolutely not. Has great bearing and leadership naturally. That's hard to find, man. So, I mean, I think he's the CEO of the team, uh, without a doubt. Sirianni sets the big picture. But it's Jalen Hurts who holds everybody's feet to the fire. We all like Jalen Hurts personally. It's, it's, it's painful to admit. There's no way to dislike him. Sirianni, on the other hand, uh, we, can't, we, we can't stand. What are you, what are What's your, your problem? He's just I – mean, The mugging for the camera. The mugging. The high-fiving. The frat boy the, stuff. The fist, the, fist bumping. The fist the pump. Chest, the, the chest bumping, all that. Is that the problem? That's the problem. <laughs> the yelling at the Indy And crowd. the success. <laughs> and the success. Yeah. We don't like any of it. Super Bowl four, year two. If he was 4-12, nobody would care, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> nobody would care. So what impresses you, Sal, about him as a coach? Yeah, I think he cares. He's really a, a person who cares about people, everybody. And I see him in the community because we live in the same area of South Jersey. I see him interacting with people. He's totally genuine. There's no phoniness at all about the act. That's who he is. He's the little brother, 
you know, because he's got two older brothers, Jay and Mike. His dad was a coach. He's the little brother who always wanted us fight a little bit harder, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, just to do, yeah, yep. just do things a little bit to get attention, whatever it yep. is, right? Uh, my, my youngest is like that. My youngest granddaughter is like that. They're all, you know, it happens when you're the youngest. Hey, what about me? What about yep. me, right? That kind of thing. So I think he has that in his personality. But I don't think he has anything left to prove. I think he really is. And some people have said, like, who was it? Julian Love, Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Giants. Mm-hmm. Safety said that he's getting a free ride. Yeah. yeah. Right? That, you know, anybody could coach the team. Well, that's just not fair. I don't. I don't think anybody could coach that team. I think you need a guy who's willing to set aside his ego and willing to delegate for it to really work. And also, we like Jalen, but Jalen's a pretty strong personality now. He is. I mean, come on, he is. You know, son of a coach. He wants things, you know, he wants people buttoned up. And I think he's perfect. I think Sirianni's perfect for that. One more thing on Hurts, Sal. Sal Palantonio, ESPN, sitting down with us here on Sean, RJ, and Bobby. Has Hurts erased all of the throwing questions in your mind for I know you pay him on leadership. I know No, the, the answer is no. Definitely not. Has not erased them all. Not erased them all, especially with the shoulder injury he had. You know, it, uh, a torn ligament in his shoulder, it's the ligament that connects the <clears throat> shoulder blade to the sternum, which, you know, you can't repair it through surgery. It's only through rehab and rest and time. Right. You, you were just talking yeah. about, you know, mm-hmm. you know, that, you know, you don't if you're not having surgery, which you can't, it's just time. It's time. That's it. You can do there's treatments you can do, but go to QC Kinetics. Go check it out. <laughs> yeah, it's time. It's time. And, you know, um, he's had some time, but then you got to play a game. He's got to throw the ball down the field. He's got to throw it in practice. Um, this is a run based offense. <laughs> Mahomes is 10 and 3 in the postseason. 10 and 3. Look at his three postseason losses. All of them he lost time and possession. All of them. Yep. The time and possession was went to the opponent. They did not win the time and possession. That means the team that ran the ball. The Eagles had 44 rushes against the Niners. 44 against the best rushing defense. Brock Purdy don't play defense now. Okay. That yeah. defense was totally healthy through the whole game. And they basically eliminated Fred Warner, made him irrelevant completely. And go back and look at the film. You know, I'm a host of the NFL matchup show. I look at a lot of film, not as much as my colleagues, Greg Cosell and Darius Butler. But, man, oh, man, Kelsey, Lane Johnson, those Dickerson, those guys did a great, phenomenal job. And Jeff Stoughton, you guys know Jeff Stoughton. I think he's the best O-line coach in the league. They did a great job. They really did. 44 rushes against four rushing touchdowns. It's a run-based offense. If the Eagles rush for more than 40 times in this game, they will win easily. Easily they will win this game. What are the Cowboys missing? Whoa, that's an Ed Werder question, right? One eight hundred Ed Werder. Where's my boy Ed Werder? No, <laughs> no. 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 Uh, uh, what, what are the Cowboys missing? <laughs> yeah. Well, I know what they're missing, vis-a-vis you know how they match up against the Eagles, right? And that's the number one thing is you can't turn the football over. So Jalen Hurts' turnover ratio was one point one percent this year. That was the <laughs> Yeah, best of any qualifying quarterback in the NFL. Josh Allen was ranked 23rd. Joe Burrow is ranked 9th. Mahomes back ranked 4th. 
Jalen Hurts is ranked first. What's the number one indicator in winning the Super Bowl? Turnovers. 56 Super Bowl winners. 38 have won the, won the turnover margin. 11 have been tied in the turnover mm-hmm. margin. Only seven have won the Super Bowl with losing the turnover margin. Defense wins championships, but the quarterback wins the Super Bowl by taking care of the ball. It's like you asked me about basketball. I don't really know that much about basketball, but I do know this. The team with the best point guard usually wins the NCAA tournament because they don't turn the ball over. They take care of the ball. They distribute without turning it over. Jalen distributes without turning it over. That's what Dak is missing. Distribute without turning it over. Sal, your Hall of Fame uh, voter, um, one of the great injustices in DFW, we believe, is how is Darren Woodson not in the Hall of Fame? Darren Woodson should be in the Hall of Fame. What is the holdup? Or what are, what, are, what are the arguments against it? There are no arguments against it. I think when you look at that, he was close closer this year. Uh, I know he was in the final 25, I mm-hmm. do believe, right? Yep. Didn't make, I don't believe he made it did to the 15. Did not make the finalist. Did he make the 15? He did not. No. Where? No. I think DeMarcus is. But. DeMarcus Ware did, yeah. 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 Is DeMarcus Ware a Hall of Famer? Uh, yes, absolutely. 100%. No question about it. So, um, you know, safeties are hard to get in. It's just the nature of this, this position. Defensive players overall are hard to get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, just look at the number of safeties that have gotten in over the years. It's very difficult. Some are first ballot, like Ed Reed. Some, like Kraus. <laughs> Kraus led the NFL when he retired in interceptions. And it took him 19 years to get in. Wow. Wow. That's a wow, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a wow. Is the threshold easier now, harder? I think just, I just think it's the nature of the position and where they mm-hmm. are. You know, you, so, uh, because you have so many wide receivers now backlogged, you know, and so many good ones, Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson, uh, the guy from uh, Reggie Bal- Wayne, Reggie Wayne from Baltimore, uh, from the uh, from the Indianapolis. So there's a backlog there. Those guys have got to get in for sure. Hall of Famers, no question about it. Darren Woodson gets my support, 100% should be in the Hall of Fame. Darren Woodson will be in the Hall of Fame. He will be. He will be in the Hall of Fame. So What's the status, Bobby? He He is a finalist. He's, okay. he's one of the 15. Yeah. He was one of the 15 this year. Yeah. yeah. Sal, could this be – some people have said I'd be interested in it, that this should be brought – I should know that, right? But I know that. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's you're, a cowboy hater. No, no, no. He's already got him in there. He's already got no, him in there. No, it's all Brian right. Dawkins. It's all Brian Dawkins. Dawkins. I, I should have known that. <laughs> could got this, me on that one. Would it be interesting, Sal, to televise it? And, like, would have been some of the oh, all-time battles? I, I would love for it to be televised. Absolutely. You know, the light of day is beautiful. Come on, let's get the cameras in there. And you know what? The camera's on me right now. You know what the camera prevents? Doing stupid stuff and saying stupid stuff. Mm. Am I right about that? Absolutely. Right? When you have the cam- you know the cameras are rolling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, yep. act, you act smarter and you say <laughs> smarter stuff. Yeah. Right? Because yep. the camera's rolling. So I think that's the reason why I think cameras should be in the courtroom everywhere. Mm-hmm. Cameras should. And you know what I would love to see? Why don't they televise when the referee goes under the blue hood and they do the replay, have a camera in New York, televise what they're saying. Mic it up. Mic it up. Sponsor it. Yeah. 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 Don't you think people would watch that? Absolutely. They want secrets. They want secrets. Absolutely. No secrets. No secrets. They no want secrets. secrets. That's what they no, want. No, no, no. I think, I, I think it would be great. And people say, you know, well, it would chill the honest conversation. No. I disagree. 
We want the honest conversation. And in this world, I think people would just eat it up. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, man, oh, man, Caesars make a bundle off of it. Oh, they? yeah. <laughs> Look at this room. <laughs> yeah. Huh? See, look at this room compared to when we started doing this. There's Caesars. Yep. There's DraftKings. Yep. There's FanDuel. No, it'd be big. It'd be big. All right, I'm not asking What you. kind of stupid stuff would Pal Antonio say next? Yeah. What are, what are the odds <laughs> on that? Final question. We're Let's take bets on 10 that. 10 to 1. <laughs> what, what would we be, Chop? Yeah, it's, it's, it's even money. No. Yeah, oh, wow. oh, from a I'm Jersey just, guy. From a Jersey guy. Come on, Sal. See? See? Listen, all I got was a bottle of water. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's right. what I get from the dad. You know, Philly, if I go over to Philly, they'll, they'll really, you know, they'll give me breakfast. Orange juice. <laughs> Squeeze no, it. No, 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 breakfast. Bre- oh, breakfast. Yeah. They'll, they'll give you those press box pretzels. Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. They are. <laughs> I think that was an epic walk-off. Sal Palantonio, the first guy requested for our show on a Tolo Tuesday. Thanks for kicking off the great guest list, man, and enjoy the coverage. Keep up. Had a legendary run and keep it going. Yeah, and I'm a big believer in Dak. I think he's going to be better this year. Uh, I, I, I've always liked him. I think he's a great young leader. He'll get his game fixed. I'm, I root for a guy like Dak Prescott. I do. I do. Thank you, sir. Okay. Sal Pallant. Appreciate you very much. Even Thank money. You. Even, Even money. money. Even that's his new name. Even, that's the new Sal name in Dallas. Money. Even money, Palatonio. <laughs> He's walking up. There he goes. Sal Pal uh, sitting down with us in the A number one air hot seat, the heating, electric, and plumbing pros. Kevin Haglin from the KMC Masterpiece is next. Man, how good was Sal Palantonio? Very. Even money. Fantastic. New nickname. Even money. Sal Palantonio as Kevin Hagelin is sitting down with us. What are you looking at? Are you talking to Mike? Yeah, I'm looking at the basket. He's staring me down. <laughs> Sal Pal gave you all some intense high fives or yeah, handshakes kind of right Not there. Not me. I he didn't did. get one. I was too far. Yeah, it was uh, too far Do away. you think it's maybe because he doesn't like you? It's probably because he doesn't like me. I, I Most that. people don't. I like you. Thank you. This would be Kevin Hagelin from the KMC Masterpiece here on 105.3 The Fan. How was the trip? I was really good, actually. I think an older gal wanted to marry up Corey on the plane. But other than that, which was very entertaining for me. Did he do it? No, I think (laughs) since he's already married, that was kind of... Well, you saw that guy in Uganda had 12 wives, 102 kids. I mean, it's possible. And he does have a list that he's allowed. So was she on there? (laughs) She was not. One of our guests this week is, and we've encouraged him not to bring that up. (laughs) Also, I know it's possible. Are you aspiring to be the fella from Uganda with 12 wives and 102 kids? No, I don't want uh, 12 wives or 102 kids. I'm good with one wife uh, eventually. Oh, Oh. Is that breaking news? No. Is that okay. a developing situation? So marriage is in the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's in the plan. How is much longer do you think you'll keep your powder dry? Is the, 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 My powder dry, is that, are you referring to, like, how long before what? Before you get married. Oh. That was my friendly um, sports-based way okay. of asking. It's a very good way of saying that. Uh, you know, I, sooner rather than later, I think, you know, there's a chance that. So that's a 99% probability. It's a high prob, very high prob. My what, win probability is very high. What's here. the what's the kid probability? Ooh, uh, you can definitely have a kid at this age, RJ. I could definitely have a kid. I'm, I'm, I, she I'm, can for sure. Yes, she can. Is that another age joke? Okay, yes, it right. is. Uh, I, 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 I would like. I think another kid. Yeah, you would like one. 
Yeah, I, let's go, know, Chuck. Yeah. That is breaking news. <laughs> that is breaking news. BetQL. Would you like a girl bets. or just more I do boys? Not wanna, I want more boys. Okay. I can't handle. I can't handle uh, avoiding other men atta- attacking her as a okay as a young lady, bro. How much would Chop change if he was raising a girl? So much. Oh my gosh, it would be instant. So much. I mean, I, people say the same thing about. We just let's just have girls. Me and you. No. <laughs> no. I already have all these boy clothes and toys. It's like. No, he thinks it's a sign of like. It's a sign of weakness. It's, no, it's a sign of like virility or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah like I, I only produce men. I like the. <laughs> let's mark that. Is I, I also like I the idea. So many ace. That convenience and price is your main reason for wanting to have more boys. Yeah. You're like, I got the clothes. We got the stuff. Uh, yeah. A girl couldn't possibly play with a boy's toy. There's nothing more convenient or, you know, price conscious than having a child. That's the, yeah, the cheapest, absolutely. most efficient thing I, to do. I know how to raise boys. Okay. I'm, I don't need the manual. I don't have to Google how sure. to raise a girl. I already sure. know how to raise two boys. Uh, I, I think I did a decent job with at least one of them. Uh, the so older one or the younger one? one? Well, I did a really good job of giving the older one uh, all the physical tools of a absolute specimen. <laughs> and I did a really nice job with the younger one of giving him all the tools of a like an undersized Napoleon go-getter. Okay. Sure. Like if I could marry the two together and have one, I mean, it'd be a it'd be the best child in history. All right, Kevin, you're a movie guy? Yes. Okay. So AMC Theaters. Oh my gosh. Yesterday announced you're shaking your head already. Oh no, I'm familiar with this story. I think it's infuriating. Okay, yes. set up, set up what they're doing. They're they're charging by seating section. Yeah. So essentially, well, it's not even just. It's also where you sit in the row. So they're essentially like tearing this out. Now, my problem where I broke away from this is a good idea because at first it was like, hey, if you have to sit in the front row. Okay, you- hang on. Before you say anything, I want. I want each of you to give me your best seat in the theater. This is a study to see if everyone agrees on what the best seats in the theater actually are. So you tell me yours. You have the pole place to yourself. Sure. You're sitting where and why. So one to two rows back from the dead middle row and in the middle or potentially two to the right or left of oh. the middle seats. Okay, Bobby? Dead middle. I will literally count it out. Dead middle, very top row. So that's close to Kevin. Yeah, I see the appeal. I see the appeal of that. And so essentially, AMC is like, hey, look, nobody likes. No, I want to know choppies. Okay. Best Uh, seat. So for me, it's uh, dead middle, about four to six rows from the top with three seats on each side. That is. So this will depend on theater size in some cases. So like they have have studies about this, about like where the the, the sound. So you want a 36 degree angle. Hold on, joking. are you analyticking? Yes, movie I'm watching. I'm joking about this. Lidocaine. They say we're not talking about producing a kid. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have, I have studies on that one as well. The you want a 38, six degree angle uh, to the screen is the most optimal seat, uh, and then also they have seats where you want to be at a spot where you're not too high up because you want the speakers okay. to be higher than you. Uh, okay, but you guys, I want to sit. I don't want to sit in the middle. Where getting up or out is a problem with everyone, but you oh. know, in these new these new theaters where like they have I have a solution for you. Yeah, the new, new theaters where they're like uh, you know they're not like regular rows anymore. 
right? They're these giant lounging recliner chairs where, where servers walk through. Okay. There's plenty of room wow. to walk through now. What's your solution? So my solution, and it's a terrible one, you're going to need to have that daughter. You're going to need to have another one to take with you. So what you do is you leave the end seat empty. You seat two children or a child and a parent in the next two seats. Then you leave another one empty. Then you seat two people together. And then you end up having, like, eight seats for five people. Yeah. Okay. Because nobody goes by themselves except for me. And then I sit furthest on the end, and then I can get up and move easily. My solution, I'm not trying to agitate people. Live your life however you like. But unless it was just a very, very rare occasion, just like when I'm on an airplane, I'm not getting up. I'm there to watch the movie. You don't um, get up? No. Wait, I, at, at a sporting event, you don't get up? Uh, sporting event, they have some natural breaks where I think you could make it. Ah. Airplane is about inconvenience because I like sitting by the window. And then at a movie, I'm there to see the you movie. Don't, you don't want to prepared. Yeah, you don't want to miss plot. Like, that's a big deal. Also, the benefit of the top row, you can look at your phone and nobody's going to yell at you. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Well, yeah, Ooh. you got to turn it down. You got to turn it way down. You can have it as phone. bright as you want. Nobody's behind you yeah. to see the glare. So now they're charging for different seating. Yeah, so if you sit in the front row and they're like, if you like sitting in the front row, I don't know if people do. It feels like usually it was just a movie you really wanted to see at a convenient time and that was the only seats left and you're like okay they're going to start charging less but they said if you sit in a normal seat which is what i thought of of everything that we said that it's the same price but then they added but if you sit in the middle that's going to be more and that in the middle is kind of what i think of as a normal seat i didn't know what a premium seat was in the movie theater but at a time when movies feel too expensive as is and you have so many streaming options this feels like a terrible way to make up the gap on revenue the lord of the rings guy blasted it yesterday peter jackson no what? elijah wood oh yeah. okay he blasted oh, it maybe responsible for the stock price right now but choppy bring it back up you you love this idea you think it's I mean, brilliant you got to reinvent yourself as a company sure right so you got to find ways to make money airlines did this Bobby paid extra money to get in group A through 15. Well, look was, and look, and look it what it did. It was $50. Sean so. ended up in the same seat as me. I, I, no, he didn't. Middle. No, he didn't. He got a middle seat. That's the point. It's not the row. Man, You're dude. obsessed with the row. It's people who get that to avoid the middle. I'm with you. Nobody cares about the row they're in. They care about avoiding the middle seat. Oh, I, I care. I'll, I'll, I want to be right up front get off you the plane as quick as possible. Do, you would do an aisle or window in the back versus a middle up front. 100%. I would do an aisle in the back because 100%. that's statistically the safest place if the but plane whatever. crashes. But that's yeah. irrelevant. So this is like, another good argument. So I paid like 15 bucks to get in A group guaranteed, early bird check-in, right? Okay. And I'm like, that's totally worth it. Yeah. I'm guaranteed a window or an aisle. I'm guaranteed not to be in the middle. You I said I 15 or 50? 15. Oh, yeah. That right? seems worth it. And Bobby said 50. Bobby was 50. Because that wanted, was the day of, He was right? early bird check-in. I paid for the A1 through 15 boarding that they set aside and don't even let early bird check-in get into. Okay. Other airlines, like American does, like you could pay for extra legroom and coach or economy, whatever the yeah. hell they call it. All right. If you, if you're, if, if you need that extra six inches, uh, then, you know, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, so people. People are accustomed to mm-hmm. paying for premiums anyway, so why not take advantage of it? Do you think it's because there's not, like, another as viable as flight travel option? Perhaps. And so I just think— Plus, when, you're miserable when you're there. Oh, absolutely. I, I just wonder with this, with the prevalence and explosion of streaming, especially first-run stuff on streaming, if people are going to be like, eh, pass. Or just other theaters that aren't doing this. Yeah, that's a good point. There's a lot of other Cinemark. Theaters. Yeah. I'm going to buy stock in Cinemark, Sean. Then we'll be competing against each other. Higher than mine. Are you still invested in AMC? Mm -hmm. I think you stuck at this point. How's the market reacted to this move? 
Well, I mean, today he's catching knives. It's red everywhere today, but yeah, I think the I'm sorry. I think the overall customer sentiment is negative. Yeah, are you picky about your airplane seating? Not really. I mean, so I you're would, not going to prepay for anything. I actually, when you said fifteen dollars, I like sitting by the window because I'm a child and sometimes I like to look yeah. out the window well, and stuff. Good. And so, but like. When I saw it yesterday, it said fifty bucks. I said yeah. that's too far. It's too steep. Fifteen? That's that's 15 acceptable. Fifteen bucks to, for me to enjoy my three hours better than I would, I think is worth it. Did you see on the way back? I don't want to get too bogged down in travel talk, but we have a stopover and we don't leave the plane. Our flight. I don't know if we're all, we're probably not all leaving at the same time. We stop over in El Paso for like an hour, and they're like, "Don't worry, you don't have to get off the plane, though." Which makes me hope that the plane is going to be empty for the first well, part. You, you will be you know, for, you'll be able to move your seat then. Hell yeah! Get a better one. Uh, I I would I would uh, I would El Paso on that stopover. <laughs> Jerry Thanks, Jones Jerry. right there. <laughs> have all you guys right. ever flown in first class? Sorry. Yes. Yes. Oh, a lot. No. Yeah. No. If you use air miles, it's not that bad. How many times have you flown first class? I don't know, Over under ten, I think right about ten. Okay, that's a lot. Once, once. Yeah. Did you love it? Did you think? It oh was my like- gosh, I thought it was amazing. Yeah. And because I, it was when Brandon was younger, they I don't know if they let everyone keep the little blanket. They were like, you can have that blanket because you're a little kid. <laughs> I thought that's delightful. You're like my dad with the soaps in the hotel room. Oh, for sure. You got to prepare to take those. Let's cross talk with the KMC masterpiece. Why did they offer Christian Wood an extension? Let's cross talk with the fellas. Everyone here. Radio Road, day one of the Super Bowl. Crosstalk is next. All right, let's crosstalk. Corey Majors does what he wants. <laughs> Hopefully he wants to crosstalk here with the KMC Masterpiece from Phoenix, Arizona, day one of the Super Bowl for 105.3 The Fan. Good morning, Corey. What is coming up? Who is coming up? Man, all the guests uh, today <laughs> are going to be awesome. I'm really excited about it. Uh, hey, we just got an email, Kevin, from Joe Trahan with the Cowboys. Right. Who evidently has joined our show now. He's part of our show. You sent him a, a, a run sheet. I sent him the run show. sheet yesterday as opposed to Joey, and he goes, man, this is exciting news. <laughs> so, whoops. You want to go through the entire list of guests today? Yes. All right. We're going to have Laura Rutledge on today oh. at 10, 1130. We'll have uh, Clark Hunt. She's a crush of mine. Kansas City Chiefs owner. Do you want us to tell her that? No. At 11 okay. o'clock, or at 11.50. Uh, we will also have Ross Tucker, and uh, we will have David oh. Tyree. Yeah. We will oh, also have God. Nick Lowry. Uh, and Miss America, Emma Broyles, will join us at noon today. And then Randy Grimes at one fifteen. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, Ross Tucker. Grimes? Oh, LeGarrette Blunt. And LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt's at 11, or at 11, yeah. Is Clark Hunt's daughter the one that... Gracie? They all the photos and the websites and the, uh, the that, heiress. Is she the there heiress? is a hunt daughter that, yeah, that, is, that wears the stuff on the sideline. Yes. So what happened with you and the and the gilf? What do you mean? Oh, did, did he tell that story? All right, as we're not, getting not not in depth. Okay, as we're getting on the airplane, <laughs> well, I would go in depth. You know, we're trying oh to figure gosh. it out. We got B. We were in B, and uh, they own, there were no aisle seats left, oh, which no. is insane. So I was like, all right, taking a window. I I see a window seat. And there's a lady who's in a stewardess outfit, all right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Flight, flight attendant outfit. <laughs> wearing flight attendant clothes. And I was like, oh, can I sit in the window seat? She's like, hell yeah. And she takes her little bag and puts it in between us. Nobody sits in between us. This is awesome. Brilliant on her yeah, part. Yeah, baby. And then so I'm like, all right, because people are like, oh, she's a flight attendant. I can't sit there. So I got free space. And she looks over at me, and she's like, where are y'all going? 
And I'm like, we're going to Arizona. You're on the same flight with us yeah. right now. That's and, a good point. Put two really two together there, man. I really didn't know that. <laughs> and she's like, are y'all, oh, what are y'all going for fun? Or, and I was like, we're going, we're going for work. And she's like, oh, construction, huh? And I was like, nope, we're in radio. Wow. Yeah. She saw your man. That's <laughs> a compliment. You had a gruff personality. And so I was like, no, actually, we're going for work. And then she's like, hey, so where are you staying? Like, where, what hotel are you staying in? And she's Whoa. asking, like, very deep questions about things. But the great, even better part about it was she got up and went and hung out with the rest of the flight attendant. She wasn't working there. She was just on the plane oh, so traveling. She was a kook. Yeah, what? <laughs> she was crazy. What do you mean? She just coming on dressed as a flight attendant. <laughs> like they call it a deadhead, Sean. A oh dead my god! Yeah, like where you're you're trying to get somewhere to get to your next route. Are you like watching flight documentaries? <laughs> what do you got? Like, I, I learned that from Catch Me If You Can. Yeah. That's oh, how yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio I'm, flew I'm around. That's nerd. right. So yeah, so uh, I think yeah, she was she was saying a couple of different things, trying to really get my location and uh, trying to. I think she wanted to get the digits, but I was like, no, not today, lady. I'm was she, married. Was she attractive? Uh, no. Yeah, all women are beautiful. Okay. Oh okay. gosh. All right, Mike. When seen through the eyes of our Lord. Our Lord. All right, I want to compare. <laughs> Stop it. it seems like everyone ate at IHOP last night. Awesome. And it was delicious. I, I didn't. Would, I would like. Where'd you eat? I had water. I didn't eat at IHOP. You had water? I just hung out with the fellas. And we appreciate it. Well, fellas, it. they were all at IHOP. Those two. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, he was at the IHOP with us. <laughs> oh, okay. Bobby, tell him your IHOP story. So uh, I'm obviously doing soda now, and I reached a point where I had to, to get food. And so I was like, I can't wait for us to finish prepping and then just go. I need to order food. So I was looking on Grubhub, and I saw, okay, here's IHOP. I can get turkey and vegetables. So I ordered IHOP and spent uh, like $35 what? with the, the fees and everything else. And then by the time they delivered it, I realized this is literally in the same parking lot. And I could have walked over there and bought it for $16 and had it soon. <laughs> now, oh Kevin, tell the Tolos how close it actually is. I'm it's dumb. Across the street. Yeah. Like, do you have uh, neighbors who live across it's the street? In the same That's where it lot. is. Yeah. I was really curious because <laughs> when we were there, somebody, what time did you get your food about, give or take? 630. Okay, I think mm. we were there later, but somebody yeah. was like, pick up for so-and-so, and I thought, who's picking up from IHOP to get oh, it delivered? That Grubhub driver must have been so confused when they what, picked you up don't think like, you this can is get next door. carry out or pick up at IHOP? I just, like, I don't know what the appeal of that is. I feel like, sorry, IHOP. You I, stumble into IHOP. I feel, yeah, you pick IHOP because it's convenient or it's 3 in the morning and the Waffle House is too full. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like that's why you end up at IHOP as opposed to, oh, my gosh, I have to have these pancakes at my house right so, now. So you're with me, Waffle House. Waffle House it. is awesome. Hell, yeah. Absolutely. I, and I do like Great IHOP. Great burger, too. Yeah, but I've never Waffle been in a Waffle House, house sober. Not sure. a single time. So, like, yeah. Waffle House and IHOP are kind of the same, as I only go in there typically very, very That's very fair. We also did not win the lottery as we Dang it. did we, we, might, we might have won 100000 I don't know. I haven't looked to well, see how many. If, we used to throw in 20 apiece and divvy up the tickets. If you would have won the Hold big on. prize, yeah. would you have just walked out the building? No, I'd, I'd have given them uh, a, a two-hour notice. You uh, guys don't know what you're doing. I just watched a movie on this, and it's – based off of a true story this couple who just retired lived in michigan and there was this one that they figured out the odds of it and they had to spend about fifteen thousand dollars or more per lottery it's called windfall and if you do that they never won the big one but they would always win enough where they would double their money or more what yeah now obviously there was he was a, a math guy and he saw the problem 
in their math. He's like, if you play this enough, you will win. It's almost impossible to lose. Wow. But you have to the first time he lost because he only played, I believe, $8,000. And you have to play like up to about fifteen or $16,000 to then beat the odds where you will you will win. It's almost impossible to lose, and he made $27 million. Wow. Mm. So uh, did that eventually get solved? Yes, because there was – what school was it, Ivy League school? MIT? Yale. MIT or Princeton? There was a kid that was there that also was looking for ways to kind of – smart kid, and he saw in this windfall in Massachusetts that there was an error in their math, and you could win, but you had to – get into the ten dollars to $20,000 range at least in, in tickets to make huh. the odds go into your favor to win every Did you time. Did check our tickets? Yeah, we just won 4 bucks. So, I mean, yeah. joke's on those that's, guys. Uh, you guys that's, were high-fiving like Sal Pal over there. Yeah, because yeah. we won. How much money did you spend on the tickets? Uh, 60. 60. But that's enough to get two more tickets. We're going to recoup our investment with the next two tickets. Mike, why uh, – I got to serious this up for a second, fellas, because I'm genuinely interested – why are the Mavs offering Christian Wood an extension according to Shams? I think that they don't want a Jalen Brunson thing to happen again. I'm not 100% sure of that because here's the other thing. You get an idea on who likes him and who doesn't. If you're shopping him to 29 teams, now I'm sure there's tons of teams that are like, look, we're, whether you're the Houston Rockets, obviously they don't want him. If you're maybe the Detroit Pistons, they're like, look, we had them, and we're in a little bit of a process here that's different. But when you start talking to other teams, maybe you get an idea on how interested they are, who has cap space in the offseason, and they're like, look, if we don't sign him now, we're going to lose him for nothing. We're going to lose another asset for nothing. So you don't think it's like you're part of our new core? I don't think so. I, I hope so. I do like him a lot. I, it's tough to find 20 points and 10 rebounds in 25 to 30 minutes. He's a really rare offensive talent with his size. He just uh, is. Yeah, and I know last night was awesome for the Mavs, right? Because uh, Pal, I think, had 16 rebounds. I don't have the box score in front of me, but it was one of his greatest rebounding games of his career. And I believe Christian Wood off the bench had a bad offensive game. I didn't get to watch the whole game. But he did have about 10 rebounds, 9 or 10 rebounds in limited minutes. Powell had 16. Wood had nine boards. And how many minutes did Wood play? 19. So we have a major rebounding problem in Dallas for years now. And he might have had a bad game overall. I didn't watch the game. But how? who else is are we going to get that's going to get nine rebounds in 19 minutes? We struggle to get 40 rebounds a game. And this guy can get you rebounds. Yeah. There has to be some value to that. I get that he might... Mess up defensive rotations. Maybe he's in the wrong position offensively a few times, but, yeah. dude, in 25 minutes, a dude who gets you 20 points and close to 10 rebounds is not easy to find. Who's going to the media party tonight? It's tonight, Kevin. Mike said don't go. <laughs> Mike said don't go? Yeah, he's... I was going to say I heard from a source. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm not saying don't go. I told them because they've never gone to the media party this is not your Michael Irvin isn't going to be there. Like the the main people that you think are media people, they do not go. It's more for Radio Row people. Were you telling it's, us that Chiafalo and Zach don't? Go? No, oh. no. I was just telling them don't don't think you're going to see Kay Adams there. She ain't going to be. This isn't there. Jerry's party. This no, isn't like this the, is the Jerry Jones media this party. This is for no people that aren't invited to major functions. Right. So does that mean you're out? No, I'm not out. Uh, I just need to know how long the bus ride is mm. and how soon I can get back.
because that's a little bit of like, let's just say we get there at 7 p.m. I don't know. And if they're like, hey, the first bus is going back to, and then is it coming back to the convention center? There's a lot. Yeah. Use Uber. 9.30. Yeah, I'll go. I want to. Now, here's the deal. 9.30 is the first bus back? Oh, my God. Here's the deal. Uber. 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 You guys have a car. Just drive. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, Good point. I forgot we're rich. Um, rich. You perk, it's, it's, I'm going to hand show. the mic back over to Kevin because it's farm fresh food, and I don't think there's anything worse to Kevin than farm fresh but food. It's Ta- free. Table. And, it, and it also said wear comfortable shoes. What is that about? Well, the RSVP, the RSVP says wear comfortable shoes. That makes farm fresh less impressive because I'm like, the farm's right there. Like, you just brought it from, like, behind. It's five miles well, from us. It's a 14-minute drive from here. Okay. okay. So are you in or out? Uh, oh, if God. the show's good, I'm in. Corey? <laughs> huh? Are you in or out? Oh, I, I'll go. Yeah, I'll eat some food, man. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Sean trying to close us right now. What can I do to get you into the media wanna, party? I'm just asking if you're. Is you're there anything out. else to do in Phoenix farm that I should be doing? The table sounds so whole food. Well, yeah. and you know what that means, right? It means they're going to have the weird shaped water glasses. I pointed this out before. Every hipster restaurant in the world either has a water glass that's two ounces, or they're like, "Well, this yeah. used to be a lamp." Yeah. Like those the are the kind jars. of yes, exactly. <laughs> that's how you know. As soon as you sit down, you're like, "Hold on, is this a normal water glass or not?" The plate. Could be a large banana leaf for yeah. sure. Uh. <laughs> RJ, it really sounds sometimes like we should hang out more. Yeah. It, really, it really does. It really does. We're back tomorrow morning with Dan Orlovsky. Are you so excited about that? I am. No. I can't wait. What I'm do you petrified. mean? I'm petrified. I can't wait because to see of him. Bobby Cower. Tim, I, Tim, I, I don't know if Tim should be here. What? I, I don't know. I don't know if Tim should be here or not. I'm, I'm really conflicted. We have a show meeting after this just for Orlovsky and Bobby sitting down here. Is it going to be bad? I don't know. It's going to be great. I think a lot has to do with Tim. He's the boss who set it up. Just imagine the ratings if there's a scuffle and you have to break we it We have up. people at Cowboys PR already contact Bobby to say, when is it? That's what I want to listen to. <laughs> Dan Orlovsky tomorrow. The KMC Masterpiece is next on 105.3 The Fan.